Welcome to Not Just a Sports Report. to the Survivor 42 season finale podcast. So the season wrapping up, it has been a great one. Just got into the last couple of episodes and the last couple of nights, like to get it in one big hit. So I have no idea what happens. I'm sitting down completely fresh to watch this finale. Uh, Very, very, very excited. I'm genuinely pumped. Just finished the Survivor Australia one as well, which was very, very behind. Um, but that was just due to my current living arrangement. So I'm literally about to move out next week. And yeah, going forward in the next Survivor seasons, US and Australia, it's the quality is going to go up tenfold. So I could not be more excited. But this Survivor season 42 finale, it, it feels good. Season 41, one of, it was actually the first podcast I ever did was the first episode of Survivor season 41. So... Uh, yeah, I just did it with no knowledge on what I was doing, slowly picking up things as I go. Uh, but yeah, now season 42 and it feels good, like a, b- a bit of work, trying to work out the format uh, and just, yeah, eventually trying to find a new place so that I can get a really optimal setup for what I'm trying to do and just have everything out on time, which would also open up time for me to just relax, also go to work, do everything else. So Look, this is the last podcast where I'm going to have to do it in this home. There's a bit of construction work going on in the background. You may be able to hear it, uh, but fuck it. I'm really excited to get through this episode and get this finale podcast out. And then that gives me time to move out. And yeah, it's all up from here. So very, very excited. Last episode, we saw Omar get voted out. So he has not made the final five. I'm fortunate for Omar, who definitely stood a very strong chance of winning. But now we have our top five. One of these five are going to be crowned sole survivor of season 42. You have Lindsay, who she's my pick. She added so much to her resume with the uh, survivor do or die. She was in with Taku. We saw last season that the tribe that went really well and had numbers toward the end. A winner came from that tribe. A female winner as well in Erica. So I think Lindsay, massive, massive chance to win. She's my pick. One of the other major threats, Marianne. She is a fan favorite. She will definitely have support on the jury. Has played an unbelievable game as well. See the Omar blindside. Like she was the one that orchestrated that. So Marianne, I think once people really finds out some of her huge moves, like if she makes it to the final pitch she's going to be a real strong chance to win so i think there are going to be some votes cast on her in the next vote or two and the paranoia definitely going to set in you have mike who the social element to his game has been so strong very popular with everyone and we've seen that the social element in season 42 and season 41 has played such an integral part i mean that's why chanel was voted out she didn't have those social connections And yeah, like he has been able to orchestrate some big moves of his own. So Mike definitely stands a chance at being crowned sole survivor. And then you have Jonathan. How do you stop this man 
like how do you stop him how do you stop him now in the challenges it is the final five he could win everyone from here although he faces some very fierce competition but jonathan in his own right as well has a very impressive resume so the winner could definitely come from one of those four or the underdog romeo who has a low threat profile i'd be looking to take him to an, to the end but we don't like who knows everyone is a chance at this stage so that is the top five or the final five what have you uh, so now let's get to the opening of this finale episode survivor 42 and we open with jeff probst walking along the beach i like that i'm liking the feeling already now jeff he welcomes us to the finale of season 42 it is finale night couldn't be more stoked myself and it looks like probes definitely sharing that energy he talks about mike having an idol so he looks like he's guaranteed to be in the final four he talks about marianne's idol which no one knows about she looks guaranteed to be in the final four there's going to be a fire making in the final four to get through to the final three but we'll, we'll get to that when it comes to that but like yeah like looks like one of either mike or marianne or both are going to make the final three in theory, they look like absolute locks for the final four. And immunity challenges are the key, which hold Jonathan in good stead. Uh, the immunity challenges are going to be make or break. And in this podcast and in this episode, we are going to go from the final five all the way through to crowning the sole survivor. At the end, they will do a reunion on the spot. Uh, but... Yeah, I, I think what I'm going to do is I won't do the reunion, but I will talk about briefly each member of the cast from the very first voted out. But ultimately, I'll just go through to the winner and then give some thoughts there. But from the final five all the way to the winner, welcome to the Survivor 42 finale. Now, the episode as far as the players opens night 23 immediately after tribal council we saw omar get voted out in what was one of the major moves of the season from marianne specifically and we have a brand new beach for the final five so they have to start totally from scratch no tarp no shelter no supplies so they very much going back to day one it would be frustrating it would be demoralizing and yeah, it would definitely start to break you down. So starting from scratch, that would definitely affect the players. And Romeo, once again, upset about having his name written down, being voted for by Mike and Jonathan. He's always upset about that, though. And it's warranted, but like, uh, yeah, yeah, Romeo, I think, stands the least chance of winning. With all respect to Romeo, no, no gripes with him. I just think he stands the least chance of winning. Now, Jonathan and Lindsay, they continue to clash big time. They just, it, it's going to come to a head. Like one of them has to go. I can't see either of them sitting next to each other at the final three. So like challenges, as Probe said, immunity challenges are absolutely the key. So we will be paying special attention to those in this final episode. And the fact that they start from scratch definitely it's a hard one because like yeah you have barely any gas left in the tank and that would pretty much take all your reserves of energy out of you so the challenges like that is definitely the highlight in this one uh jonathan and Lindsay continuing to clash another thing that is a big talking point of this episode and it's been the major feud of the season and one of the major feuds i've seen in a long time in terms of the challenge showdowns 
and constantly wanting to write each other's names down. So, yeah, it's going to be very intriguing as to way, which way it goes. I can't see both of them in the final three. So someone's got to make a move. And Romeo tells a bit of a lie. He says that he has an idol. He presents a fake idol. Romeo has a plan. I actually like this one a lot as a move. So Romeo has his plan as to how he is going to get through to the final four. Uh, Whether people buy it or not, I'm not sure. But I don't think people are going to be looking to vote him out either. And I like that. Like, if anyone was kind of having a thought or he's been the easy option... This is a play that gets him through to the final four. So a bit of game craft from Romeo. I do like that. And Mike and Jonathan, who've been allies since the merge, they are talking about a Lindsay vote. Uh, They know that she, as I said, she's my pick to win. She looks best positioned to take this out, especially given her quality social relationships with the jury. And Mike and Jonathan know that. So they believe the best move for them to go on and win the game is to vote out Lindsay. And Marianne and Lindsay, they are off Mike and Jonathan. Like, I think those are kind of the combinations there. And then Romeo, I guess that presents him as an important vote. Like, you do want to get Romeo on your side. It is final five. So, of course, like, everyone is an option. Whoever can win the immunity challenge and gain safety, that'll be massive. We, of course, already know that Marianne and Mike have idols as well. Romeo has a fake idol. (laughs) Uh, And speaking of the idols, Mike is talking to Lindsay about playing his idol for her. And he seems very genuine and like she's moved moved by it. But like surely he's not for real. Surely he's not going to play his idol for her. Like surely he takes himself to the final four. And it's a really bad social move if he's lying. But if he comes through on it, it could be a really good move from Mike. So it's a bit of a watch this space at this stage. And they get a bit of a riddle. They open their tree mail and there's a riddle. This one absolutely owned me last season. I couldn't keep track of it. Uh, But they've got to solve a riddle and they can earn an advantage. So there's a hidden advantage and they've got to unscramble the words and decipher a phrase. So yeah, it was muddling me up last time. Romeo, he quits before he even tries. So not good signs from Romeo. Whereas, uh, not Marianne, sorry. Lindsay is sprinting, desperate to get that advantage Everyone else is sitting around at camp as well. And Lindsay, she's my pick to win. And she's also my pick to get the advantage here. She looks hot on the trail of it. And she ends up finding it. So unbelievable. She gets a slight advantage in the next immunity challenge as well, which is massive. Like considering how well she's gone and usually how it's ended up being her head to head against Jonathan, this advantage could be exactly what she needs. So she's going to have an advantage in the immunity challenge, she breaks the news to everyone back at camp. And yeah, Lindsay firming as the major threat to win this game. Mike and Jonathan definitely sizing up a move with the immunity challenge coming up. Come on in, Probe says. Love it. Absolutely love it. This is a hectic looking challenge. Awesome. Like, uh, I don't know, like not quite wipeout. There's not like a giant ball or anything, but like a cool, really cool obstacle course coming up here i believe we saw it last season as well for the final five immunity challenge it's going to be a race with a series of obstacles whilst they collect puzzle pieces along the way once the players have all of their puzzle pieces they're going to have to solve a circular puzzle with the winner earning safety a guaranteed spot in the final four and an awesome fucking reward pasta garlic bread cake salad 
red wine. And as I mentioned, locked in for a spot in the top four. So that is an unbelievable reward to go with what has been the most important immunity challenge of the season to date. Lindsay steps up, reveals her advantage. Now, every player along this obstacle course, every station is going to have to untie six knots. Lindsay, every station, one knot. So they said slight advantage. That's actually a fucking huge advantage. That'll at least or should get her to the puzzle first. But as we know, the puzzle, a great equalizer. So this by no means is a guarantee for her to win the challenge, but the advantage is massive for her. Now, Survivor Ready's... Survivor Ready's? My goodness. Survivor's Ready. Uh, go. Butchered that. Jeff Probes didn't when he said it, though. He, he knows that finale energy. Now, Mike, he's struggling early, whilst Jonathan is on fire, ripping through the course. Like, he, he looks like he's going to make that advantage, like, make up ground on that advantage that Lindsay has. You've got to wonder who starts the puzzle first, which is the great equalizer. And I'm thinking, surely it's Lindsay. But Mike, he starts to get himself going. Jonathan as well, still looking really strong. Marianne, she's stuttering, struggling a little bit, trying to find her feet in this challenge. With Lindsay in the lead, that advantage definitely playing off. Playing off? <laughs> Paying off. I'm going dyslexic here. Uh, no offense to dyslexic people, that wasn't a swipe. Uh, Jonathan, Jonathan's chasing though. Jonathan right behind Lindsay, making up ground very fast. And Romeo's starting to lift, so... So he's, you know, getting himself going, whilst Marianne as well, she's starting to find her feet, making a bit of a run. Everyone is up to the puzzle now. It's looking like it's going to be yet another Jonathan and Lindsay showdown. And it's been one of the all-time great rivalries that I've seen. Definitely enjoying it a lot. We also have the wild card of Mike, who's actually shot out to the lead. So, like, the, the attention kind of on that rivalry, but Mike gaining pace rapidly. He is now in front with Romeo running last. Mike and Lindsay are now having a showdown at the death. So Jonathan not able to get himself going once it's got to the puzzle. Mike and Lindsay, this one is so close. Looks like there's going to be only seconds between them. Mike is starting to look on here though. And he is as well. Mike wins individual immunity. A phenomenal challenge like that one seconds if you didn't see it I, I would recommend going back and watching it that was an awesome challenge but Mike getting it done by seconds Lindsay only had two pieces left and Mike wins safety guaranteed a spot in the final four he will compete for fire or he will just go straight through for a shot at the final three and a chance to make his pitch and Mike he told Lindsay that he was going to play his idol for her and I didn't think he was, but now that he's won the challenge, this positions him in a place where he can play it for Lindsay. Whether he does or doesn't, I'm not too sure because she is like the biggest threat to win. But he said he was going to. And if he doesn't and she gets voted out, like you've significantly lost stock on the jury. So big decisions ahead for Mike, who has won the clutch challenge. Huge moment for him. Said he waited 21 years the wait is now over. He has watched since day one, the very first season. So that was a really cool uh, moment to see Mike get it done. Now in the final four, will he play his idol for Lindsay? Well, we'll see. But he's got a decision to make for the reward, which includes the pasta, the red wine, the garlic bread, salad, cake. 
He gets to choose one and one only. And I thought he was going to go for Lindsay, but he's decided to pick Jonathan. As I've said a few times, Jonathan depleted, missed out on a few rewards and could definitely do with a feed. So Mike takes Jonathan. We see day 24 and it's a huge reward for the boys whilst Lindsay is stewing back at camp. More angry at like, yeah, both, I guess, Jonathan and Mike. Mike is safe, but just how close Lindsay got and obviously just the way that Jonathan's been behaving. So look, she is stewing back at camp, but the boys, they are basking in the reward. Mike talking to Jonathan now about his idol. So I'm, I'm wondering what is Mike going to do with his idol? Jonathan's targeting Lindsay, which is no surprise. So he's trying to get Mike on board with that. And if he does, well, then you'd have to suggest that Mike doesn't go forward on his proposal to play his idol for Lindsay. And Jonathan, he's got a proposal of his own. He says to Mike, if Lindsay plays an idol, will you play your idol for me? And like Mike, Mike gives his word to him. That is three out of the last four people Mike has to work with that he has given his word to about this idol. Jonathan, he said it to just then. Lindsay, who we've seen in this episode, and he said it to Marianne as well. Only one is he's just said, nah, Romeo, sorry. Uh, can't give my word to everyone. Sorry, brother. Uh, but Lindsay, she's planning to guilt trip Mike. He is the essential vote. He has safety. He has the idol. He has all the power going into this vote. And there are three options for what he can do. He can play it for Jonathan, who's in danger. He can play it for Lindsay, who's in danger. Or he could play it for Marianne, who he's establishing a really close working relationship as well with. And he doesn't know that she has another idol. So that would basically guarantee her the spot in the final three to make her pitch, I believe, if memory serves me correctly. So yeah, I'll have to suss that as that part comes along. But three options for Mike's idol. And he talks to Lindsay, like she's trying to guilt trip him. And he says, like, I promised Marianne as well. So not looking promising for Lindsay all of a sudden. Not great for Mike either. It's a breakdown of his social game. He does hold the power though. He holds the cards here, which is crucial for him. Marianne and Lindsay, obviously not fans of Jonathan. Looks like they'll be gunning for him in this episode. And Marianne has that secret idol that she can pull out of the bag at any moment and really surprise people with. Romeo's made his fake idol, which is like a real side narrative to this episode. Jonathan, though, he's in the most danger, I think, at the moment. He, he's been on the chopping block for a while now, and Marianne is ready to make some winning moves. So I think for her, it's either do you go for Jonathan or do you go for Lindsay? But at this stage, it seems like it's firming toward a Jonathan vote. Marianne talking about how she wants to go to the final three with Lindsay. So look, a lot of people want to do a lot of different things, but it is going to come down to what Mike decides to do as we come now into Tribal Council night 24 of 26. This is the final five, about to go down to the final four. Everyone's so close to making that final pitch. So look, as I've said, I think Jonathan's in the most danger. So he's my prediction to get voted out. But I did say last episode that I thought he was going to get voted out and he didn't. So that could very well be the case again here. Lindsay is the alternative. She is a big threat. And Jonathan starts Tribal Council by labeling Lindsay a big threat. And he goes really hard after Lindsay. Like, 
really just puts it out there that she's a threat. Romeo backs that up as well. And Mike's big decision is looming. So there's a bit of chat, but it's all surrounding Mike, who is clutching on that, onto that idol ahead of the votes. And before the votes are read, Mike, as we thought he would, stands up with the idol. Does he play it for Lindsay? Like he seemed really, he said it with a lot of conviction when he said he was going to play it for Lindsay. I think it would be a really bad move if he puts her on the jury and kind of fucks her over like this. The same goes for Jonathan, who he's given his word to. He's going to burn someone no matter what with this. And then there's Marianne, who if he doesn't give this to her, then like, you know, he's burnt trust no matter what. So all of a sudden, this has been quite a poor showing in a clutch stage from Mike, even though he holds all of the powers. So he plays his idol for Marianne. So that is massive. That means either Lindsay or Jonathan are going home. One of them, as I said, it's had to come to a head. They have been going head to head and Mike has made the decision to play it for Marianne. I think Lindsay is in massive trouble. Like he promised her, he promised her he was going to give her the idol. uh, And now he hasn't. He's given it to Marianne right before we read the votes. Romeo, he gives his like fake idol reveal. No one asked or anything, but he did it. And it was a laugh. I enjoyed that part as well. That was a funny touch from Romeo but let's get to the votes the final five about to become four. First vote is for Lindsay who as I said now I believe she is in massive trouble next vote for Jonathan they were the options it's head-to-head so one vote Lindsay one vote for Jonathan next vote for Lindsay so yeah I think she could be gone my pick to win and I do believe they've identified how big a threat she really is so two votes Lindsay one vote Jonathan 14th person voted out of Survivor 42 is Lindsay. So damn, that is a huge move from Mike to play the idol. All of these things are going to come out in the final pitch. But Lindsay, one of the major threats, got pipped right toward the end. I honestly thought Jonathan was going, but Mike, he played Lindsay. And that is a bad move because if she's on the jury and Mike's in the final three... I don't believe she's going to vote for him. So stock lost from Mike. For Lindsay, she's been one of my favorites of the season. Great contributor. I did think she was going to win, but that's how Survivor works. You absolutely never know who's going to win. So she was an awesome contributor. Wouldn't be surprised if we saw her back in years to come. Same with someone like Marianne, but Marianne's still in with the shot. So Lindsay, an awesome player. I'll do some brief thoughts on everyone that got voted out at the end of this episode. Uh, all the way up to the winner and some quick thoughts on that or some probably extended thoughts on the winner. So look, Lindsay voted out, the 14th person out. She is joining the jury. That leaves us with our final four of Mike, who's just made that huge play. But as I said, he's lost a lot of social stock. I think that's a bad sign for him. Uh, Then you have Jonathan, who's a challenged beast. You'd have to think he's the favorite to take out the challenge to earn his way to the final three. There's also that fire making element, which we're going to see come into play. You have Marianne, who now firms as a real big chance. I think she's in with the biggest chance to win with Mike losing stock, Jonathan rubbing some people the wrong way. Romeo, look, he's played a good game, but just he's not, I don't, he's not going to win. I don't know if he's going to get any votes, to be honest. So Marianne now 
She is the front runner. Lindsay is gone. And that in itself, without Marianne directly making the big move, that in itself establishes Marianne in pole position in the final four to go on and win this thing as my cat now scratches the ground. He's excited. I'm excited. We have our final four. Marianne now with her nose in front. Can she get up in the challenge? There's fire making. There's so much to get into. So we have the final four now. Who is going to win this game? Well, as I said, I think Marianne now has her nose in front. And as we jump into this final four, it starts. I haven't seen what comes after this, but it starts with Jeff Probst saying, come on in. So we have our final four. I'm about to sit down and watch the next little part of it now. Ah, oh, Lindsay gone. Huge moments there. Now this is where the game is won and lost. Final four. Let's see what goes down. Day 25, and we open with a Survivor Classic Challenge. Individual immunity on the line for the last time in Season 42. It's Samotion, which if you haven't seen it, the players have a, like a set of balls. I think it goes maybe up to five. Uh, they start with one, and they have a shoot, and it's like a big, long shoot. It's a hectic challenge if you haven't seen it. If you have, you'll know how good this challenge is. And with intervals, they add balls. They're going to have to catch the balls. If any ball drops, then they are out of the challenge. So very, very big. A lot at stake. And Marianne talks <clears throat> excuse me, a lot about how she wants to bring her family back together by winning Survivor. And she's a huge chance, especially given a fact that, or the fact that uh, the Season 42 cast don't know that the streak of men winning was broken by Erica because the season was immediately after. So they don't know that a female hasn't won. Marianne is the only female left left standing. And look, she's the best player left standing. I believe she has the best chance of winning. Not like something just because she's a female. Like that can play a part. But like genuinely, as I said, I think she is in the best position to win she wants to bring her family back together. And for the last time, immunity is up for grabs this season. The players are going to have one hand tied behind their back whilst they do this challenge as well. With a guaranteed final three spot on the line, they will get to pitch their case to the jury. And everyone here has a case that they can pitch. So the challenge begins with one ball in and Mike drops. Mike very surprising that was not a hard part of the challenge it shows you how depleted all of these players are and mike is out he lost control he lost focus and now he's lost his power and his footing within the game mike out very very quickly we are down to three as a second ball is now added devastating for mike but for the other three they've got to focus on that second ball now with both in motion tension starts to build and Marianne drops, so very quickly we've seen Mike drop and Marianne drop. That leaves us down to two, with only two balls going on, on in this challenge. That was nearly butchered, that, gee whiz. But we're down to two, and they get to even add a third ball. It is Jonathan, who's been in many a showdown, up against Romeo, who this is a huge David versus Goliath task for Romeo. All of the power is on the line as well. And we can't forget that there is going to be the fire-making element as well. So there's going to be fire-making at Tribal to determine who else gets into the final three. And a lot 
of moving parts to keep a track of. So definitely going to be interesting in the showdown as they work to add their third ball in there. Romeo up against Jonathan, three balls in motion, an incredible effort from both as they, they get all the way to the fourth ball. So they start to transition now. Romeo transitions successfully. Jonathan does not. So unbelievable, massive underdog victory for Romeo. He now holds the power. And out of nowhere, Romeo now coming from the clouds, building a case of his own. He has always been a target, an easy vote, name always in the mix, and he's managed to get through that. So Romeo genuinely does have a case. Respect to him. Massive win for him. Huge moment to come through and win the final immunity challenge of the season. He gets to wear the necklace in front of the jury. That is massive for him. So Romeo is the first member of the final three. He is going to get to make his pitch. And I'm very intrigued to see how it goes down because obviously you can make the final three, but where it is truly won and lost is that final pitch and how the jury receive it and yeah, how it all goes down. So Romeo, the first member of the final three, congratulations to him. And now we're going to see Jonathan, Marianne and Mike plenty at stake if Marianne has an idol which I believe she does then does that mean Mike versus Jonathan in fire I guess we'll have to see so gonna sit down now and tune into the next bit but the fire making the votes all the strategy there's gonna be a lot to cover but very close to finding out who the winner is so congratulations to Romeo he is gonna get to make his pitch who else is gonna make the final three now coming back from the challenge Romeo it is his moment he feels like the MVP, most valuable Romeo player that did not work, gee whiz. He feels like Miss Universe. He feels like the prom queen. And to be fair, he earned it. A huge, huge win in the final immunity challenge of the season as well. Like, he, he's been on the bottom as well. A lot of votes cast for him. He's felt like, I guess at times, a bit of an outcast. And it would not feel nice, like, no doubt. To be like the one where it's like, ah, oh, fuck, if someone plays an idol, like, who's an easy one to like vote out? You know, if that was your name, you know, it would not feel nice. So fucking good on Romeo. He's been a constant target. He's been able to turn that around to now where he holds the power in the most important position of the game. Uh, and look, Mike, he takes Romeo aside straight away when they get back to camp. Mike convinces Romeo. He says, basically, like, I know you're going to send me to fire anyway but I'm game for it. I want you to send me to fire. I mean, Mike, he was a fireman. So uh, I think that makes a ton of sense. And Romeo, is he going to choose to take Mike along to the end with him? I don't know. Mike is very, very popular. So it's an intriguing decision for Romeo. And look, Jonathan, he's a gun at fire making as well. So Marianne seems like she can do it too, but all strong contenders. So I'm sure we're going to have a very tense fire making competition on our hands. There's been plenty of mind games from everyone as well. But at the end of the day, it's Romeo's call. So in my opinion, he said multiple times how he loves women and like, you know, he wants to, uh, what's the word, empower them and like lift them up. So in my opinion, he'll take Marianne for that reason. She's the only female left standing. And I feel like it would go against who Romeo seems to be as a person from what I've seen on TV in a game where you're required to lie and stuff. So, you know, hard to judge these people as actual people. But Romeo, it actually, you know, makes a ton of sense that he's going to try 
and bring the woman along with the uh, with him, sorry, to the end. And Marianne, she's the only one left standing. I can't see him wanting to be the one responsible for eliminating the last woman and making it an all-male final. So, look, I think he's going to take Marianne to the end, but Mike and Marianne are the most popular, and if Mike wins in fire, then all of a sudden he's going to be really up against it, is Romeo going against Mike and Marianne. So, very interesting decision for Romeo to make. And speaking of that decision, well, he has to make it pretty quickly because it is now time for Tribal Council Night 25. I believe the final night because Night 26, it's all over. So this is a huge moment. We see Lindsay on the jury fresh off being voted out. And Romeo has taken center stage with his underdog story. He has gone Miss Universe mode and said, like, I got the fucking necklace. Like, it's, it's a good one to say, you know, I was fucking on the bottom, sorry, a lot of unnecessary language, to say I was on the bottom and, you know, like, everyone underestimated me, but come the most important challenge of the season, I won against someone like Jonathan, against someone like Mike. So, um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> sorry, lost my way there for a second, but Romeo, he has all the power here at Tribal Council. Mike, he is a fireman, so he's set for fire making. I think that'll work out pretty well for him. And Mike is target number one. So that's kind of the consensus. Everyone wants Mike gone. Romeo already has his spot locked up in the final three. But who is going to get the second spot? Romeo takes Marianne. So as I predicted, I kind of already listed the reasons as to why I thought he may take her. And there would be a lot of other strategic reasons as well as to why he took her. So Romeo and Marianne making up two of our final three they are both going to get to make their pitches and it is going to be down to the Jock Alliance, Jonathan against Mike. They are friends. They are, have a strong friendship and they are going to go head to head in fire making here for that final spot in the last three. So it is the fire making challenge now. In my opinion, Marianne wins this whole season from here. She's going to be too strong in that final three. Although I think the most likely to give her a run would be Mike. So everyone has built a case, but now I think Marianne is going to be extremely hard to stop. As we get into it now, fire making Jonathan up against Mike. Last spot in the final three on the line. They're underway and Jonathan's flame is building, but like Mike's just immediately starts soaring like very strong start from Mike two companions head to head here and Mike once again like he did in the one of the previous challenge he looks very on here and once again Mike comes up in the clutch he's earned the last spot in the final three unbelievable job from Mike like that was really really fast Jonathan against a lot of other past players could have won that with the flame he was building, but Mike's was just next level. Like, he's a fucking fireman, no doubt. He knew what he was doing, and Mike has earned his way into the final three. So it is confirmed. Mike, Marianne, and Romeo are our final three in Survivor 42. That is unbelievable. An inferno from Mike. Like, unbelievably great fire-making skills from him. And for Jonathan, he is gone. He fought the good fight, in his words. He was a challenge beast. I enjoyed his contribution to the season immensely. Huge fan of what Jonathan had to offer. Huge fan of the whole cast, to be honest. And Jonathan, he would have had a very strong pitch given his challenge game. Uh, like, 
I think some of the people on the jury wouldn't have viewed his social game super strong, but if he could explain and have had the chance to pitch his case on some of his moves, then maybe he could have convinced people. But unfortunately for Jonathan, he has been voted out at the final hurdle. He will just miss out on the final three. And as he says, Mr. Jeff. Well, Mr. Jeff says the tribe has spoken, Jonathan. Thanks for coming, Jonathan. But now we are down to the final three. We have Marianne, who, as I mentioned, is the front runner. We have Mike, a massive contender, uh, but he has lost some social credit with his promises and making some moves in that regard. And then you have Romeo, the underdog story, very much in, uh, underestimated, but if he can put a great pitch together, well then I'm sure he will be in the running to, for the title of Soul Survivor. Just got through that, so here we go. It is day 26 now. This is it. About to find out who actually wins this season. Final three, they're reflecting on the beach. And yeah, they're preparing already. The final tribal, it is coming up quickly. There are going to be eight jury members. We have Hi, Omar, Lindsay, Jonathan, fresh off being voted out, Roxroy, Drea, Chanel, and Tori. So that is a fierce jury. Uh, there are the kind of requirements to be respectful as well, whilst keeping everyone accountable. So we have our merge. And the final three, they get delivered an awesome feast. Well and truly have earned it. A bit tougher because it's a shorter season. So they do take a lot of things like rice away from you. So very much a well-deserved final three feast. Marianne is my pick uh, going into this final tribal. And another interesting note, one member of each original tribe. So I like that a lot. These have all been the number ones from their tribe. Very different journeys, very different pitches. Um, but yeah, they're going straight into it. It is straight up time for the Survivor 42 final tribal council right now. And all of a sudden from the players in the final three, well, their power shifts over to the jury who are going to be voting for a winner. There's going to be accountability. They want to vote, you know, this is for a million dollars. So accountability is going to be a key. Everyone on the jury is open, so this is going to be a live vote. Nobody harboring any grudges. They just want to hear the pitch. And as I've said before, you can play a great game all the way to the pitch, but if your pitch is weak, then you can... I've seen many a players lose the game or at least lose some votes from a weak pitch. So this is where the game is won and lost. We have Tori who opens. She says a couple of perceptions on each player. For Mike, he talked about integrity and honor, but a big theme seems to be, you know, question marks around how he played the game. For Romeo, quiet, reserved, but also paranoid and frantic, which I think is a very apt description from Tori. I think she was dead on there. And then Marianne, she said names like goofy, silly, doesn't take the game seriously. These are just perceptions, not her personal opinion. Uh, but that's interesting. That could definitely hurt Marianne. But if her pitch is strong, she can totally turn that around. And she talked about how the under 25 strategy, she saw all these other players under 25 years old who were playing the game hard and getting voted out. So she worked out that she couldn't, you know, be very open and play the game hard because she was under 25 and people would latch on to that and potentially vote her out. So in Marianne's case, everyone else who was under 25 got voted out and here she is in the final three. So I think that was a really, really good response from Marianne to start off 
on a perception that harsh, but I guess also fair. Like Tori was pretty dead on with all of her perceptions. Moving on, and the next point I noted down, Romeo speaking to the jury, he spoke about how he didn't vote people out on the jury, mentioned Chanel, a couple of others, and he said even when he knew what the plan was, he didn't write a lot of these people's name down, which does count for something. He wasn't like, you know, burning bridges. And look, the jury, they don't look convinced. In fact, High actually accuses uh, Romeo of gaslighting him. And there was beef there. Like we did see Romeo was super off High. There was some strange shit going on there, but also like those two, the game, in the game sense, they clashed. But like personally, when they actually spoke to each other about real life stuff, they you know, there's a bond there. They will be friends, I am sure, after this season is done. Uh, And yeah, I'm sure like most seasons, players would just have to sit down after the season and just talk it out. Be like, okay, you know, take your head out of the game. Like they're so deep in the game and just talk it out and be like, okay, yeah, you know, it's just a game. The bonds we formed actually very strong. Uh, But in this instance, High, like, and the jury in general, do not seem impressed with Romeo. Omar steps up and he has a question first for Mike regarding that honor and integrity label. Look, Mike has told lies upon lies and Survivor requires it. So that was kind of the general consensus of that chat. But the jury, just like with Romeo, they also look off of Mike. They don't look impressed. You can feel the vibe where honor and integrity, like they have massive question marks around that. And as I've mentioned in the last couple of podcasts, His promises have lost him a lot of social credit, being one of the most popular players in the game. uh, Some of his moves turned out to hurt him, but we had some of the hindsight or the edit, whereas he had to just play the live game. The jury really seemed to want Mike to own his moves and his game, but at the moment, like there's not, there's not a lot that seems to be satisfying them. Although Drea, she does commend Mike. She really thought Mike played an awesome game socially. She says that's what led to her being voted out. And yeah, Drea, respect. She took the time when Mike's getting grilled to also kind of commend him on some things that he was doing well. Next up, Jonathan. Always interesting to see the person who gets voted out right before the pitch because sometimes very salty, sometimes gracious. Like Jonathan, he handled his vote out when it happened with a lot of grace. So I thought it was really good. And he wants to hear from Romeo about Romeo's social moves. Romeo talks about how, you know, he was on the bottom. He had no choice. Like everyone, no one really wanted to like take him that far. Everyone wanted to get rid of him if they could. And he made alliances with everyone. He says, that was my social game. Like I just made alliances with people and that it got him to the final three. Like anytime someone's making a pitch, and there's questions around the moves. It is like, hey, it got me to the final three. But the crux is what you do to actually go out and win the game. But Romeo making a good case, like he didn't have the opportunity or the luxury to make moves because he just had to make alliances with everyone to stay alive and survive, which is, it is survivor, right? Now, moving on from the social to the physical element, Mike Turks talks, Turks? Mike talks about his work ethic and like how he got the merge shelter going or that's what the jury talk about. And yeah, how he just worked super hard. Even if he didn't know what he was doing, he just got shit done. And that very commendable. That is a big green tick for Mike in the physical element. 
For Romeo, he says he's never been camping before. He just learned to swim before he came out to the show, which that in itself is like, Bray, that's a physical element in a different regard. Like he's overcoming things like obstacles, big obstacles, I'm sure. So that was like Heather last season. Uh, if anyone remembers now, where am I at? Yeah, so that was Re- Romeo's physical element. Romeo did win the last challenge as well. So boom, there you go. And that gave him the power heading into this final three. So that's a strong pitch as we head into strategy. Now, Drea, she opens by saying she is basing her vote on the strategic element. So this is obviously a big one. She wants to hear about individual moves made in the game. Romeo kicks us off. He talks about self-preservation was the name of the game, you know, and that's so fair. He was on the bottom. If anyone played an idol, it seemed like Romeo was gone. Those were his individual moves, self-preservation. And that gets a big green tick because he's, he preserved himself. Here he is sitting in the final three. Has he done enough? I'm not sure. But the self-preservation, that's a tick for me. That works for me. And then we get on to Mike, who talked about his big move post-merge to Blindside High, who was one of the strongest players in the game. He says that was his individual move. Now, I think Omar had a hand in that, kind of manipulating Mike. But to Mike's credit, he was the one who got it going. So counts on the resume. He's responsible for getting High out of the game. High asks Mike, was it emotional or strategic in terms of your gameplay this season? Mike, he responds by saying both. Like sometimes emotion got the better of him, but he always had strategy at the front of his mind. And whilst he thought he played with honor and integrity, maybe some of those things were brought into question, but he had to tell some lies. He knew, like he was one of the biggest threats in the game. People wanted to get him gone. If he didn't tell these lies, he didn't believe that he would be sitting there in the final three. And that could very, very well be the truth. So that is a great answer from Mike. For Marianne, well, she really came into her own toward the end of the game. She spoke earlier in this tribal council about the under 25 strategy, but once she worked her way deep into the game, she made the Omar move and she well and truly did. She was telling Mike and Jonathan, they didn't listen. They wrote Romeo's name down. It was Marianne who spearheaded that operation. So she did the big move of Omar, who if he was sitting in this final three, could very well be the winner. So that is a huge scalp for Marianne. Then the Mike Idol play, how Mike played his idol for Marianne. He had safety. She convinced him amongst all the promises that were being made to play his idol for Marianne. So she got Mike who was sitting right next to her to get her through. And some people would say, well, maybe that's better reflective of Mike, but hold on. Marianne pulls out her secret idol, an absolute, an absolute revelation. I think we have our winner here. Everyone is shocked. It's the only secret in the game, and here she sits with her idol, and everyone's like, wow, okay, so Mike played his idol to bring you here. You still have an idol. You voted out Omar. You wanna talk about individual moves? Well, this is the strongest case. This is the grand plan being revealed from Marianne at the perfect time. So look, that was a big, big statement. We then move on to Romeo, who he played the cards that he was dealt. And I love that a lot. I'm very respectful of that because that is all you can do. He had to do what he could because there was no power for him. So he just had to like wrestle any momentum that he could. He got to open up about his sexuality as well, which he was closeted. He thanks High for that. And that was a really powerful moment. Very, very powerful. 
Uh, and that's, you know, that is probably, I would say definitely actually like better than a million dollars. That's part of that survivor experience. He now is a free man. What would you rather? Would you rather a million dollars? Or if you're feeling trapped and like you can't be your true self and to be a free man. So like that is very powerful. So Romeo, even if he doesn't get the win here, like he comes out of this a free man. That is fucking priceless. And if he does win, holy shit, free man with a million dollars, look out. That, is, that would be unreal. So Romeo, look, he's had a huge experience. Now we go on to Mike, who he learned he could do things that he thought he no longer could. He exceeded his own expectations of his capabilities. And here he sits in the final three. Marianne, she makes a final moving statement. She's been hurt a lot, obviously gone through some tough times in her life, but she's still such a bubbly, positive person and she's still growing. She's not perfect. She does make mistakes. She does have flaws, but she's aware of those. So yeah, Marianne, a very strong statement and Probst, well, he, he intervenes and says, let's take a moment. We're voting for a winner here. Everyone taking a moment, deep breath. And it is now time to vote. Now, the players, they haven't seen season 41. They do not know that this is going to be a live vote where the winner is revealed on the spot. So Probes reveals it and they absolutely lose their marbles. They are stoked about that. And they're going to find out the winner there and there. So specifically for the final three, that is especially awesome news. And yeah, here we go. We've got the Survivor Votes about to be counted. I've gone through this whole season. First ever podcast series I did was the Survivor 41 reviews. So yeah, I'm loving it. Second time around, Survivor bringing the goods once again. And it's time for the votes. So let's get to them. The first vote is for Mike. So there we go. Has played an incredibly strong game. One of the most popular members in the cast as well. We now get a vote for Marianne. So that is one vote Marianne, one vote for Mike. Marianne gets the next as well. And then another. So yeah, very strong for Marianne. Now three votes Marianne, one vote Mike. Marianne gets the next vote. And then the winner of Survivor 42, Marianne. So an awesome moment. Absolutely stoked. I believe she's Canadian as well. Uh, I may have to check that. But Erica, the winner of last season, Canadian too. So Marianne getting it done. Had some very, very stiff competition along the way. Uh, and she managed to outlast them all, which is one of the most physical or oh, crucial, losing my mind, uh, crucial elements of the game. Marianne got herself to the end. And as I said, I thought she was going to win, especially given Mike lost some social credit with his promises and Marianne's grand idol reveal. That was definitely enough to get her over the line. Wouldn't be surprised if she came back at some stage. Like I know she's a winner, so she'd be a target, but she was such a personality, jumped off the screen and no doubt her fan favorite and an inspiration. Like there would be a lot of girls and boys and freaking non-gender specific, everyone that see some of themselves in Marianne and it's inspirational, you know, especially people with a similar kind of style of being very out there and wearing your heart on your sleeve and seeing that, you know, people like that can make something of it in Survivor. So that is a very inspiring win from Marianne. I'm stoked about that. She had amazing energy and stood out from day one. 
Uh, but it was going to be very tough for her to win it. Like it was a very tough road to get all the way to the end. And once she got to the end and they started off at a new shelter, like she totally came into her own, making huge moves like the Omar one, getting Mike to play his idol for her holding her idol and then the grand revelation at the final pitch so a very very deserving winner is marianne and yeah she is the sole survivor of season 41 so getting through that one last season was very happy to see erica get the win although i thought xander played a very strong game too and this season marianne as i said like i thought lindsay was in pole position but marianne she was there she outlasted lindsay and most definitely a deserving winner so i thoroughly enjoyed the season did podcasts on all of it so i'm sure you've already heard plenty of my thoughts on it and now just to wrap up i'm gonna start going through the full cast from the first voted out all the way to the winner just give some brief thoughts and then I'll wrap this up. Another season of Survivor done and dusted. You can better believe that I will be back for season 43. Can't wait to see what they have in store. Ah, uh, shit. I should probably look. Maybe they have a trailer. Maybe they don't. Uh, I need to start looking. I hadn't been Googling because I hate spoilers. But now there's a break. I like to Google and be like, what's up next? So very excited for what's up next. But now to wrap up this podcast, just a full cast, thoughts and comments. Okay, let's get started. We had Jackson Fox, who was medically removed. That that was uh, really unfortunate for Jackson to start the season with him being pulled from the game. After that was Zach. He was first properly voted out. Marianne, very devastated about that. She had a crush on him. And interesting fact, uh, Zach and Erica, who won last season, if Survivor went ahead originally when it was supposed to, pre-COVID, uh, well, then Zach and Erica would have been on the same tribe. So there is an interesting note there. After that, Myra was voted off. Or was it Mariah? <laughs> My bad, sorry. Uh, but she was quality. She got annoyed with Marianne, but didn't have the numbers on her side and got voted out. Then Jenny, my original pick to win the game, voted out much earlier than I thought. We had Swati, only 19. I didn't realize just how young she was. Went to make the big move. It blew up in her face. Uh, and yeah, maybe just a bit of life inexperience there, getting the better of her, voted out. Then we saw Daniel. He, um, yeah, he, he was trying to play hard, but unfortunately he got voted out. Just, yeah, couldn't get himself going in the Alliance game. Then Lydia, she was voted out, uh, the Raver. Chanel, she was voted out. I actually was a huge fan of Chanel, but yeah, she was a victim of not having the numbers on her side. And then Roxroy, <laughs> he brought some value to this season. He was voted out, uh, yeah, starting to rub people the wrong way. Tori had back-to-back -back individual immunity challenge wins there at one point, really starting to firm as a quality player. She was voted out, followed by High, who was blindsided. Omar convincing Mike to get rid of him. Drea voted out. She was another one of my picks to win at some stage through the season. She was an awesome player. Wouldn't be surprised to see her come back as well at some stage. Omar followed by that. He was another very strong contender. That was Marianne's big move that ended up getting her the crown. Crown? Can't fucking speak. The crown of sole survivor. 
Then Lindsay, I had a lot of picks to win, didn't I? Um, Lindsay, she was another pick. She got voted out just after Omar. They were seen as a line together as well. So the fact that she didn't play her uh, idol for Omar at the time ended up burning her. And she had that rivalry with Jonathan, the great rivalry of this season. Jonathan was voted out at the final four, or rather he lost to Mike in the fire making. And then we had our final three, Romeo Escobar, played from the bottom, did what he could, and ended up making it all the way to the final three. So great game from Romeo. We had Mike Turner, the 58-year-old, getting it done for the 50-plus crowd. And yeah, he was a huge fan favorite, so he came very close to winning. But some of his broken promises toward the end cost him big time. Leading us to the winner, the 24-year-old from Ontario, Canada, Marianne. Very, very deserving. She played such a great game there toward the end. And even though she wasn't like directly making big moves at the start, which she explained through that under 25 theory, uh, she was like a very important player throughout. She was in the part of that Taku 4 with Jonathan, Lindsay and Omar. So she was always on the right side of the numbers when her name was being floated about. That got her all the way to the end. The jury loved her as well. They loved her game. Her game stood up. I thought she had the best resume there right at the end. Because Mike burned himself, as I've mentioned a few times. So Marianne, getting it done. Congratulations to her. The winner of Survivor. Far out. Better stop soon, all right? Uh, Survivor 42. So Marianne, getting it done. Congratulations to her. And with that being said, uh, yeah, it's time to park it. And on the Survivor podcasts, I'll be releasing plenty of other podcasts. And when the seasons return, I'll be getting back into it. And somewhere along the line as well, I'm going to start going through and looking at some old school seasons, but I'm still in the process of moving out. So I'll wait until I've done that. Maybe I'll give it another Survivor America season and another Survivor Australia season. And then I'm going to start diving in to some of the classic seasons of all time maybe even some south africa there's also been two seasons of survivor new zealand there's a brazilian equivalent which isn't called survivor but very much the same kind of vibe so who knows exciting times ahead but marianne getting it done this season and with that being said i hope you enjoyed the podcast and until the next one take care of yourselves